Welcome to Wiser with Time. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to be talking about talking to your children about sex. If you would, if you're on Facebook, please subscribe to us and also ring the bell. And also for those of you who are listening uh, by podcast, please continue to download and also leave a comment if you can on the platform that you are using. But we want to thank you for joining us and we want to welcome you to Wiser with Time. ahead and get down to the nitty gritty (laughs) all right all right well i first of all i want to say thank you to everyone that has um viewed and made comments Mm -hmm. on our youtube channel and the reason why we're actually doing this is because there was a comment left by one of our subscribers called i love yahoo and they said i want to read this to you it says Um, I really enjoyed this podcast. Thank you. And thank you very much. Um, I love you, Yahoo. We are very glad that you enjoyed it. We felt like, Mm -hmm. you know, you felt like it was very helpful. Thank you. I would love to hear you all's perspective on what age to have the quote sex talk with your children, how to approach the topic on anatomy and how babies are made by parents. And that's really a good question because Mm -hmm. uh, those of us who are parents that have young children, preteens or teens, we are going to be put in this situation. And so we thought it was a great topic. Let's just go ahead and discuss it right away. First of all, let me just give a disclaimer. This uh, topic may not be suitable for young children. Okay, so we just want to put that out there. If you have young children around, you might want to pause and wait for another time. That's correct. And while my uh, wife is pulling up a Bible verse for me, Proverbs chapter 22, verse six, Proverbs chapter 22, verse six, we want to make sure that we uh, go by biblical guidelines while we are uh, doing this as well. So we have actually changed our location because we wanted to be able to speak um, on this and we wanted to have a little privacy while we talked because this is going to be a very uh, sensitive subject for a lot of people. Um, But we are going to speak and say what we believe and what we've talked about in our marriage um, as well as what we've talked to our children. So uh, we wanted to make sure that we could get into a little cocoon and really talk about this subject. This is a really deep subject for a family uh, and it's one that has to be talked about. Right. And and we wanted to go ahead and let me just say, this is just something that works for our family. Mm -hmm. You also have to adjust with what is going to work for you as well. That's correct. Mm -hmm. So we're looking in Proverbs chapter 22 in verse six, it says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he turns not away from it. Mm -hmm. So from that understanding of the scripture, um, we get the sense that it's our job to teach our children about everything. It's our responsibility as mom. It's our, my responsibility as a dad to teach our children and not to allow um, the world to teach our children. And I'm going to give you one more. And this is going to be Deuteronomy chapter six, verse seven. And you shall impress them upon your children and shall speak of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. 
and shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes, and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Now, these are talking about the commandments of the Most High. He has given instructions for us. And some of the things that, well, a lot of the things that we're going to talk about tonight actually originates from the instructions um, of the Most High. And, and again, I can't say it too much. It's important that you understand we are responsible for teaching our children about sex. Mm-hmm. Our problem is growing up, um, we allowed the world to teach us about sex and our parents, all of our parents probably did as best as they could with it and with what they knew at that time. Mm -hmm. And so now that we have delved into the scripture, now that we understand what righteous living is like, it's our responsibility now to start teaching that to our children. True. I I agree. You know, the, the world, Um, There's so many things available to our children right now. And I agree with my husband. You don't want the world teaching. There's so many movies out there, uh, bad influences, peer Mm. pressure. There's so many things. And you you don't want the world to get in and teach your children about it before you do. Right. But let me say this uh, also. You know, I think that as society has progressed, that um, sex has become something that is, uh, how would I say it? It's become perverted. Perverted. That's a good word. Thank Mm -hmm. you. It's become perverted. You know, um, you just Mm -hmm. look at the TVs, you just see the content that's on Facebook or Mm -hmm. wherever. It's become very perverted. And that is not the reason why the Most High created sex in the first place. Let me say that, Um, The Most High created sex for two reasons, one primarily to for two people who are together as married couples Mm -hmm. is to produce righteous seed. Okay, is to is for reproduction. Now, as an added benefit, he gives pleasure to go along with that. Mm. But the purpose of it is to produce righteous seed procreation Mm -hmm. that's that's what it's about um so in this what we're going to be talking about we'll be discussing young children to teens Mm -hmm. and then we're going to discuss young adults ready for marriage right okay so we're going to have two sections this will be divided into two videos um if you're on youtube and if you're on the podcast you get the full monty of it today right all right so let's go ahead and get started um do you want to take the first one you want me to take it um, no. Well, okay. Let's just go ahead and talk about children, um, who are, well, first of all, let me say this. When do you actually talk to your children mm-hmm. about sex? That was the, the question that was asked. How do you do it in like, at what age, what's an appropriate age that you should, that you should discuss this? Let's go ahead and start with the younger age and we'll work our way up. Mm-hmm. So let's start with, let's say, ages five to 10. Okay, yeah. we let me say this. We have six children ranging from five <laughs> all the way up to 23 <laughs> going on 24. So we have a a huge, you know, spectrum of ages that we are currently working with. Mm-hmm. So we're talking from experience here. So let's just go from five to about age 10. At that age, those children are primarily 
if they ask a question, they're asking questions just purely out of curiosity. They mm-hmm. have absolutely no idea um, how things work, what's going on. So their their questions are out of curiosity. Right. And I my suggestion would be as parents with children that age, um, I would limit my answers to very general, uh, very simple um, answers. For example, if a child says, mommy, where do babies come from? You know, you that is not the age you want to start giving them sexual ed- sex education. Okay. Mm-hmm. Something simple like, well, you know, they come out of mommy's belly and that's not lying. That does happen, at, you know, for certain people. So very simple things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't make a big deal mm-hmm. about it. Um, it's really about your approach and how you're explaining it to them. So, you know, if you have a five-year-old come up asking where are, uh, where do babies come from? And, you know, as um, Yvonne just said, they come from our bellies. It's okay to answer that question like that because their minds are not at the point to where they could even understand anyway. All right. So we're, our job is to keep them pure. We don't want to introduce anything into a young child's mind that does not need right. to be there at that time because they will not understand um, what is being said. I agree. So what about what would you say, sweetness, about um, uh, anatomy? How would you, does, you know, uh, deal with, let's say, a little boy who might be four or five years old mm-hmm. that's just curious about his own uh, private area? Mm-hmm. How would you handle that? Well, when they're that young, uh, <clears throat> they are going to be curious about their bodies. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we don't want to do is uh, we don't want to overreact if you happen to see them being curious and you can clearly see they're looking at themselves and they're pulling and tugging. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't overreact to that. You know, you just simply uh, look at them and, and ask them what they're doing. See right. if they even understand what they're doing. And then that can open up a little small little dialogue between between you and that child. I, I would like to add to that as well. Um with a child that age is very typical, especially for boys to do that. Um, as a parent, mm-hmm. I would suggest to softly correct them. Mm-hmm. Like my husband said, not make a big deal about it, but I would soft correct them softly. You know, don't go yelling at them, but you know, you need to tell them you need to stop touching yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not appropriate. You don't need to do that move your hands out of the way, you know, whatever Mm. it is that you want to say, because you don't want them to feel comfortable with touching their private area because when they get older, you know, that could be a problem, right? They could become confused. So Mm -hmm. you want to attack that at an early age, but don't overreact because that is very natural, but just make sure that you Mm. correct them in a, in a, soft manner 
And and you will find this you you'll tend to see this more with boys. Yeah, definitely. And I'm not saying that um, little girls don't do that, but I know for boys, I mean, think mm-hmm. about it. You have an appendage hanging from your body, and so it's just a curious thing to them. Um, but again, you know, hey, sometimes we've I've I've overreacted. What what are you doing? You know, but the older that you get and the more wisdom that you get, mm-hmm. you kind of get a little smarter, especially when you're dealing with four boys in my family. So you, you learn from each one and now you know that it's not that big of a deal. You're just going to, you're just going to kind of direct them to where you want them to go mm-hmm. uh, when, when they're experiencing um, something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you have any, any other thing to add no. to the children? So, no. you know, children no. are, they're, they're, they're young and you just give it to them like a, like a little baby story. Cause that's all their minds can handle. They're not ready for the big stuff. So just mm-hmm. keep it simple for them so that they can actually understand. And you're again, my wife said, you're not going to be lying to them. If you tell them that babies come from mama's belly. Mm-hmm. And if they ask, uh, well, how did they get in mama's belly? You just simply say something like the most high put them there, mm-hmm. which he did. Of course. Through the husband. So, yeah. <laughs> so just right. keep, keep, just keep it, keep it simple for them. Mm-hmm. So now let's go ahead. Now that was, that age was pretty simple. Yeah. Five to yeah. 10. That was very simple. Let's go a little bit more into the more difficult stage, mm-hmm. which we're talking about preteens. Preteens, I would say would be between 11 to 13 years old. And there's a lot of hormones going on. There's Mm. a lot of puberty going on. Mm. Uh, Emotions. There's a lot of emotions going on. But let me say this. As parents, I would strongly encourage you all to keep the communication open with your children as much as possible. That way, when it's time, when they get about that age and it's time for you to sit down with them. Now, this is a time you want Mm -hmm. to sit them down and talk with them. But when you sit them down, you don't want them feeling all weirded out. You know, mom and dad's talking to me about this. I mean, it's going to kind of maybe be a little uncomfortable because your parents are talking to you about something like this, but you want to keep the communication open. So that way later on, if there are struggles, if there's situations, they feel comfortable coming to you Mm -hmm. and talking to you about it. Yeah. And, and, and I learned that it's very important that you don't Mm -hmm. build a wall between your children and yourself. Now, naturally um, your children are going to go to mom. (laughs) If you have boys, they're going to go to mom, unless it's just something that mom redirects them to dad because mom really can't answer, answer that. So you want to make sure that you keep the communication open uh, between you and your boys so that your boys feel comfortable uh, talking to you mm-hmm. and parents should be the initiators of this whole conversation. Yeah. Don't wait for your children to come to you to talk to you about it. You should initiate. We should we should ask questions of our children so that they feel comfortable talking to us about it. Right. And not only that, you're talking about ages 11 to 13. Oh, gosh. Nowadays. Well, I'm, I guess even, you know, back when we were younger, but even more so, um, you know, boys and girls that age are already sexually active. Mm. So don't basically, you know, you don't, you want to get it before anything ever gets started. You Mm want to have these conversations with them. So to those who have parents around 11 to 13 years old, 
my suggestion would be, I would suggest you to sit your child down and, you know, have some little bit more detailed uh, information. And we'll kind of share with you some of the things that that would be. So what would be some of the things that um, the girls Okay, so so for the girls, um, I would say, you know, there's going to be changes in their body, their, uh, their breasts are going to get start to get a little bit bigger. Um, You know, their behinds might get a little bit bigger. This is a lot of times between 11 and 13 that girls um, start, you know, come on their menstrual cycle, their periods. And um, you want to kind of talk to them about how the body functions for a woman. And you also want to, you know, just talk about that now that you get your menstrual cycles, now you really can, you know, this is a time when girls can get pregnant. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you want to have those, those conversations with them, explaining to them, more in depth about their bodies mm-hmm. for, that's for the girls. And and once again, it's, we should be explaining that to them, not little girl powwows at school mm-hmm. um, talking about those specific things. We as parents need to inform our children so that our children are informed instead of hearing um, certain things that come across from the little girls conversations and at school. You know what? I'm glad that he said that because um You know, if you educate your children early, um, if they are in little girl powwows and the girls are talking and Mm -hmm. some little girls start talking about something that your child knows is not true, they can clearly say, look, that is not how that works. Mm -hmm. That's not how that that's not what happens, you know, or what have you, because other little kids who may not be informed will just give it misinformation and you Mm -hmm. don't want that creeping into your child's mind. That's correct. Mm -hmm. That is, oh boy, Mm -hmm. that's correct. Okay. So let's talk about boys. (laughs) Boys are always the difficult (laughs) ones. I I mean, they're the easiest, but they're the, they're the difficult (laughs) ones to deal with. (laughs) Okay. So again, um, Mm. if for, for those of you all who may have children listening in, you, you may want to put them away, uh, for a time, or if you feel like that they're lear- they can learn something through by what we're saying, that's fine. But just wanted to prepare you. Okay. So with little, with boys, um, a common thing with boys, um, is erections. And at that age, at a young age, they might not understand why that is, you know, like dad, why is it that every like three or four hours, um, this happens? And so that's a good opportunity to go into why that happens. The most high made your body that way right now. It's practicing for something. You don't have to go totally into what's going on, but you may want to say your, your body is rehearsing. It's practicing for something that's going to happen later in, in life, later in marriage. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just kind of let them understand and, and talk to them about it. Well, you know, what happens is blood actually flows into it. And when blood flows into it, it stands up. That's, that's what it does. And don't be uncomfortable. They need to hear this from dad, Mm -hmm. not anyone else, not from the little boys at school, Mm -hmm. not from the little boys producing. Well, when I was growing up, it was producing magazines. 
now everybody got cell phones and so they can show your child. So you want to, you want to nip that at the bud. You want to teach your child, Mm -hmm. not everyone else. Another thing. So we deal with erections and we'll talk about that in the adult section also. Um, Dad, um, why does, why does my testicles hurt? See, that's a perfect opportunity to make sure that you don't have that wall when you're talking to your son so that when your son's testicles does hurt. And, you know, we knew that growing up is called blue balls and and they may say that to you, but that's what it's actually called for the for the females who may not have heard that. But that's when you go in to explain to them, well, um, your 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 body is actually producing things that causes um children to be born or uh, that chooses uh, women that causes women to become pregnant. You know, you decide how far in to that you want to go, but that's just let them know that their body is producing. And what is happening is those tanks are filling up and it's starting to hurt. You know, it's just like when a young lady comes on her menstruation cycle, it's the same, it's exact same thing. She's cramping and that's almost like what it is for um, a male. So you will have, have talks with your sons, mothers, if you don't have fathers around um, your, mm-hmm. your sons will have times where their testicles will hurt. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, that's what it's from. Um, you're going to experience with young boys. You're going to experience wet dreams <clears throat> is what we, what we call them. Uh, growing up, I know people have different sayings. Look, when your body produces too much, it has to flush it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what's happening, uh, to a young male. So he can't control it. It does it on its own. When you have your tank is too full, it's going to expel it. So that's what's happening. And explain that to him. It's okay. Don't be nervous. It's just a proper function of the body. The most high made it that way. So you have to teach it to your child for them to get it. It's not bad. It's a good thing. And so it's good when they understand what is taking place. Mm -hmm. So then you're able to tell your child, okay, these are signs in your body that lets you know that you could possibly get a young lady pregnant. And that's why we stay away from that lifestyle until we are married, because Mm -hmm. that's made for marriage. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything you want to add to that? No, I do not. Okay, so just make sure that you're being very open um, with your child, make them feel like they can come and talk to you yes. because later you want them to come and talk to you when they're having issues, mm-hmm. when they're having um, struggles. But again, this is where you allow your children to talk and you teach them yes. from the word of the most high and you do not let the world mm-hmm. teach them. I'm telling you when the world teaches them, it turns into something totally different. Turns, no yeah. longer is it pure. Mm-hmm. No longer is it good and no longer is it right. It turns into something perverted. Yes. So you have to be on top of that. Yeah. Communication is key with your kids. Mm-hmm. It's key. Right. Absolutely. So we'll move into the uh, the, the teens. Right. The teens 14. would be 14 to about 18, 18. years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 14. Now, now as they get older, you can um, go a little, give a little bit more detail. Mm -hmm. Really, when you look at the different phases, just think about feeding, just think about a newborn baby. Mm -hmm. Okay. When a, when a, when you give birth to a child, you're not going to give it solid food. You're going to give it liquids. You know, you're going to 
feed it a little bit of time. When, then when it can digest that, applesauce. you give it applesauce or mashed bananas or something. Then you kind of move to something else. And then the older they get, you know, they can eat something that's going to be, you know, more solids Mm -hmm. and stuff. So it's the same thing with explaining these types of things. I would just look at it as phases of how much you're going to feed your kids this information about sex. Mm -hmm. So in this, when you're talking to your children, um, now we're moving into the stage where we're going to be telling them that the purpose is for marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're going to talk about sex and we're going to talk about is for the, those who two man and woman who come together for them to enjoy one another and for procreation. Mm-hmm. Okay. That means having offspring. When we got married, um, uh, it was just the two of us mm-hmm. and we were married for three years and then we decided to have offspring. And that's what marriage is about. And that's what, of course, you're going to be teaching them that sex is. It's mm-hmm. between a husband and a wife for pleasure and for procreation. Right. Okay. Once mm-hmm. they get that and they understand that, then you can go forward with that. Do you have anything? Um. Yeah. This is also a time when you want to stress. I can't say enough. Stress. Yeah. For them to save themselves Mm -hmm. for their future spouse. What you have to teach them that what they have is valuable. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's valuable, you know, and um, that is not something to be shared or just given away to just anybody or everybody, you know, that's something that once Once you lose that, you'll never get that back again. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure you stress to them that what they have is a gift and they need to be very careful to keep that gift to themselves until they get married. And you're speaking of virginity. I'm speaking of virginity. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And this is one of the times that you're going to need to speak to your children about pornography. Mm. Okay, let's just be real. Mm -hmm. Growing up in our days, somebody had to go sneak in uncle's room and take one of his magazines and then take it out to the woods for all the boys on the block to go look at. Those days are gone. Mm -hmm. It used to be that somebody had to go into a store and buy a magazine and nobody wanted to do that. Why? Because they didn't want anybody to know they were doing it. Mm -hmm. Well, now we have these wonderful gadgets that um, I want to say that they they don't necessarily totally benefit us. Good for gathering information, good for staying in contact, for communication. But they present so much bad, so many bad things to our children. It's an open door. Yes. It's an open door. Yes. So now all your children have to do is talk into the phone and it will pull up porn. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're going to have, to head it off early, you're going to have to talk to your children why Yah created sex. You're going to have to beat it into their head because what happens is when other children come around and they show what pornography is, that's when a lot of children, a lot of us, myself included, that's when we learned what sex was. 
And I was surprised when I saw the picture. I didn't know that that took place like that. So, mm-hmm. again, we're at that age where you're going to need to speak to our children about pornography. It's the age in which it comes up because now you start to have friends and hopefully you are guiding and watching the friends that your children have. But when they're at school, you you can't they're around everybody unless you're homeschooling your children, which is a, a very good and wise thing to do, I believe. Well, let me also add, um, if you all get a chance, please check out our um, video. It's called House Rules. And I kind of want to put a side note here because we didn't mention this in that video, but this is a really good house rule to enforce mm-hmm. talking about sex and pornography. And that would be, I would strongly suggest that parents limit the time that their children are on their cell phones. Have now, to. Some children, uh, I've heard some parents, you know, they their kids are 10 years old, 11, and they have cell phones. 12, 13 years old, they have cell phones. If that is the rule in your house that you allow your young children to have access to cell phones, then that's that's a rule that you all have. But if that is a rule that you have where you have your young child to have a cell phone, I wouldn't, I've heard stories where people have let their 13 year old stay up till two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. on their cell phone. Nothing good happened. Now, that's an open door to allowing your children to be able to surf the web and find all kind of content that would put them or even put um, things into their mind that they shouldn't see. Mm. So that's just kind of a side note. I would be very hesitant to allow children to stay on the phone super late at night, especially with no supervision. Yeah, that's right. And, and let me, Add something in too. I'm going to talk to the dads. Dad, if you are having a problem with pornography and you're watching pornography in your house, you are opening up a door to allow pornography to come into your house. Mm -hmm. If you're watching it, you better believe that the spirits are going to be causing your sons to watch it or daughters or daughters. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. not just boys. Now it's Mm -hmm. boys and girls. Mm -hmm. So just please listen to what we're saying. Um, It's very important that we understand it. Okay. So speak directly Mm -hmm. about intercourse now. Okay. They're old enough. They're at the age in which they can speak directly about, about intercourse. Right. So let me just say this real quick. So for parents who have girls between the age of 14 and 18, Now they're at a point where they are, you know, their bodies are look like young, young women. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so there's a lot of hormones. Um, They start to notice a lot of things about their body and they start to notice uh, other men. You know, it's not just boys, their own age that are looking at them. Mm -hmm. We're talking about grown men now or even looking at them. And so you want to go ahead and try to instill in them to uh, not, you know, put yourself in any compromising situations, um, you know, by uh, hanging around people who do things that you should not be, you should not be doing. Mm -hmm. But um, if you don't mind, I wanted to go ahead and read something very short. And some of you may have heard this. Let me pull it up. I got to get my glasses. 
<laughs> okay, this is um scoot closer to me. Okay, here we go. Ah, there we go. There we go. Okay, this is um something that was written by Muhammad Ali's daughter. And I think it's really important because it is in relation to the whole thing about teaching your children about sex and about abstaining and just protecting this gift that the most high has given them. Mm -hmm. So I'll just make it real quick. It says an incident transpired when Muhammad Ali's daughters arrived at his home wearing clothes that were quite revealing. Here is a story as told by one of his daughters. When we finally arrived, my father took a good look at us. Then he sat me down on his lap and said something that I will never forget. He looked me straight in the eyes and said, Hannah, everything that God made valuable in the world is covered and hard to get to. Mm. Where do you find diamonds deep down in the ground covered and protected? Where do you find pearls deep down at the bottom of the earth covered up and protected in a beautiful shell? Where do you find gold? Way down in the mine, covered over with layers and layers of rock. You've got to work hard to get to them. He looked me, looked at me with serious eyes. Your body is sacred. You're far more precious than diamonds and pearls, and you should be covered too. So I think that that is that that really speaks volumes mm-hmm. on especially for our our young our young girls yeah that's powerful mm-hmm. so in continuing um well i just i know i just mentioned the erections um but now is the age in which you want to tell your child what an erection is for and um so the best way you, that you could do that, or one of the best ways that you could do that is you just, you're going to let them know that it serves a purpose. An, an erection serves a purpose um, because sex will not work with your wife if you don't have an erection. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can just take it there and you can go as far as you want with that, or you can stay on the shallow ground just so that they know what that purpose is for. But that's the age in which you should probably mention about what an erection is for. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you want to say? No, no, oh. you're good. All right. Doing a good job. <laughs> you handling it, baby. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. So now we're going to talk about young adults preparing for marriage. Mm. Young adults preparing for marriage. And this is going to be in video too, as well. All right. Now this is going to sound silly to worldly people. All right. But this is not going to be silly for righteous people, people who have saved themselves for marriage virgins. You see, when you have saved yourself um, for marriage and you are a virgin, when you get married, there are going to be things that you don't quite know and you do not quite understand yet. Now, if you're in the world, when you get married, No big deal. Why? Because you've already experienced it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the young lady that you are committing sin with, she's already been with some other guys. So you don't know the background that goes on with the first time that sex happens between a man and woman. So, again, this is for those who are righteously growing and training your children when it comes time for your child 
who is now an adult to become married. These are conversations that you can have with your children because they may not really know what to do. Why? Because they've been not sheltered. They have been protected. Protected. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So we, we want to explain the process of gentleness because, um, the man is a virgin and the young lady is a virgin. Now this is, let me just say this. This is the time that you're going to get deep into information about sex (laughs) because you have two young people who are going to be married and you want to set them up Mm -hmm. to win. You know, you want to set them up to understand some things that they should do and some things that they should not do in the process. Right. And so when when I talk, when I will talk to my son, when he gets married, there are some things that we're going to discuss. We're going to we're going to discuss about being gentle Mm -hmm. and we have to help them understand if they have never had sex before, it's going to be a new thing with them. And it's going to be an exciting thing with them. And some people act different, act out in different ways when they get excited. And we have to teach them that you just don't climb all over your wife and just start doing what you think you should do. It's a process that you both have to take together. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to explain to your son, your male. Now I'll let my wife explain, talk to the, about the female part, but you're going to have to explain to the male or your son, that it really may not work the first time. Okay. You're going to have to explain to him if the young lady is a virgin, that there is a piece of skin that is going to be blocking that area, which we know it to be the hymen. Mm -hmm. Okay. A lot of times young men don't know what that is unless it's been explained to them. So they, they're going to have to be patient. You're going to teach your child to be patient during that time. And if it doesn't work the first time, it's okay. You can try again and you can try again. And eventually things are going to work out. (laughs) You want to go from this point? (laughs) You know, and and as far as for the, for the females, um, this is especially those who um, are virgins when they get married, this Mm -hmm. is definitely a new experience and it's a very scary experience. Those are things you want to, you want to talk about emotions, Mm -hmm. not just the physical act, but there's a lot of emotions involved. There's a lot of fear, um, insecurities. Um, you know, this may be the first time that, you know, you want to explain to them, this is going to be the first time that you've ever been completely naked Mm -hmm. in front of anybody, you know, um, and so there's a lot of things that you have to prepare them to help them to understand, you know, this is natural. This is natural. Um, a thing that you want to explain to them also is that when you, as my husband just mentioned, you know, there's going to be bleeding mm-hmm. involved with the woman. Um, you want to explain to them that um, that hymen, that piece of skin is going to be broken, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. and there is going to be bleeding. So that way they know, uh, you know, if this is the first time and it actually works, then 
don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if there's going to be blood. Okay, yeah. that was that, a trophy in the Bible. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> that's another thing is that I wanted to say that uh, that blood that is a blood covenant. Yes. See, this is another thing that we have to explain to our children as they get older to show the um, the natural process mm-hmm. of sex with a male and a female and a mar- uh, wife and a husband is that it is a covenant. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 a an, it's a blood covenant. It's an agreement mm-hmm. between two people that is not to be broken. So, so those are just things you're going to have to, to explain to them, you know, mm. and I don't know if you want to go any more into like, as far as the, the males and. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a ahead. couple, there's a couple of more things and we're ready to wrap it up. Okay. Um, you're going to need to talk to them about an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Um, some males will know what it is. Most will know what it is because of, like I said, their body is going to expel it regardless. Um, but you're going to need to talk to them about that. Um, because when excitement for a male comes and it comes prematurely, then you wind up leaving the woman out. So you're going to need to talk to them about slowing down. And you want to talk to them about, you know, what an orgasm is and why it happens, why it takes place. You also want to talk. And I know this is going to be tough, but you want to talk to them about, Hey, making sure that she's able to have one before you do. And that comes with training and that's okay. But or at you, the same time, yeah, at the, actually at the same time, mm-hmm. that's preferred. Um, so you, you but you, ha- you're going to have to teach your children that mm-hmm. because the world wasn't able to get a hold of them and teach them before they got married. You're going to have to direct them and show them um, what, what it's about. So sex should be enjoyable. Um, both parties need to understand that it, it should be enjoyable. It should not be where she's upset. You know, she feels like that he's hurting her. Um, but that's where the gentleness comes in. You should mm-hmm. never make her feel like you're hurting her, um, purposefully. Mm-hmm. And definitely need to be sensitive to how she's feeling. Um, you know, maybe you might want to tell your son, you know, you want to ask, you know, are you okay? Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, am I hurting you mm-hmm. or anything like that? You you want him to love her and comfort her and comfort her in every way. Yes. And so there's, like I said, there's a lot that's involved. Um, you and so that's kind of. I mean, that's kind of what I would say as far yeah. as young adults who have never experienced anybody before. Right. Well, if you have more questions or if you would like further information from us, now this is our experience. We're not telling you what you have to do. We're going off of our own experience and trying to give a little direction in it to those who don't have an idea on what should be done. Um, but if you do have questions for us, please, uh, you can leave it in the comment or you can actually email us. You want to give the email? Sure. If you want to email us, you can email us at wiserwithtime9090 at gmail.com. And uh, I check my emails all the time. So if someone emails something, we will definitely get you back. We read all of our comments and we definitely hope that this information was of value to you. If there's someone that you know that you think could benefit from this, please share the video. We try to put out a useful content as much as possible. 
All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We are so glad that we were able to talk to you and to the sister who wrote that question. We hope we answered your question. And if we didn't, again, leave us another comment or or email us. And we look forward to spending time with you all again. And thank you for joining us here at Wiser with Time. All right. Thanks a lot. Peace.